Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Play fake, Jones rolls left, throws left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Town on the fan. It's 1102 here. 877-337-6666 is our number. Our Knicks keep taking it on the chin. No Jalen Brunson, no chance. And relax, Knicks fans, chill. They can't expect to win these games. You just can't. You worried yet? You worried yet? No, no. Hmm. Quite the contrary. I, I felt... Oh, your boy DiVincenzo. I mean, dude, well, he hasn't found a shot he doesn't like, huh? Well, I mean, he got to shoot. Yeah, no, no, he was yeah, out there it. with him. Right. Well, no, when Starks did it, it's a problem. When DiVincenzo does it, well, you got to shoot. Well, it's not a problem when Starks did it. It's a problem when Starks didn't do it nearly as efficiently as DiVincenzo's doing it this year, who's third in the NBA yeah. with 183 makes, and he's the he's got the most makes of anybody who's played 26 minutes or fewer per game. Yeah. Uh, you didn't think I'd have that staff for you no, again. You I, I, mean, I love Starks, dude, but come on. You got to. I mean, Starks, let's not forget. John was great. Did we see this yesterday? I saw it somewhere. The all-time Nick threes in a season. So maybe I saw it on Twitter. Go ahead. And Starks is up there with like 217. So Steven will break it next week is what you're saying. Right, maybe. But think about it. Of all the top guys on the list, Starks is the only one that happened in the 90s. Like everybody else was, I think J.R. Smith was, you know, 2014 or 2013, uh-huh. whatever. Carmelo everybody had to be else up there. Was, yeah, right? and maybe I, don't, I, I forget the exact list. I just know. Trent Tucker? Trent's still getting some love hanging on the back I don't end think of he that was list? On there. No, I, it was just Johnny all, Newman. all newer guys yeah. in today's day and age, which to me made it even more impressive that Starks had that many. Yeah, I understand what and, you're saying. What was it, 95, 96? Yeah. Well, I know what was, you mean. The yeah. staying, that staying power. 217 two back then. Yeah. He's talking about 30 years ago. Uh, that, that's true. And the true. game has evolved and yeah. it's still. You know, I think third or fourth, whatever, on the active. There you uh, go. All right, there you go. Anyway, yeah. Well, anyway, we're talking about the Jets here. And, you know, I set the style to start the show. It is a fun time of the year, you know. It's a fun time. The Yanks and the Mets are getting ready to crank things up. We'll see where the baseball season takes us. You know, before you know, Biggie's tournament, conference tournaments. You know, maybe Johnny's getting there. Seton Hall's got a chance. I know. The Masters is coming. The weather's about to get better. The Knicks, once they get healthy, will be very good. And then it's like, you know, you just get hit with this, these strays, the shrapnel. Like, I'm just trying to mind my own business and just keep my head in the sand, quite frankly, as a Jets fan. Like, just, 
Yeah, don't, don't, don't stop kicking dirt on me. I'm, I'm wounded. I'm hurt. I'm bleeding. Just let me get to the draft, and I, I'm not looking for any trouble. And then NFL players just keep pulling us in. It's not fair. Yeah, well, it's not right. Well, but he's talking about what he saw, which was an aptitude, lack of ca- accountability, no discipline, all the stuff that we felt. He confirmed it. Hey, at least you got number eight. That's the only thing that's going to keep you sane. Aaron Rodgers. Jeff fans have to have – that's it. You have no choice. You're all in on Aaron Rodgers. I got to tell you, man, I know this is – we will have plenty of time to discuss. As much like the Jets uh, – pardon me, the Giants quarterback situation. It, forget about Zach Wilson, but, I mean, they have to get a respected, established veteran backup. They have to. Yeah, I think that they will. I mean, Woody talked about that as a priority. Yeah, to me, it's Woody's also talked about winning as a priority yeah, for but, the last 13 but, but years. But here's the problem with the backup. If you see that backup, you're dead anyway. Not true. Yeah. That's I, not true. They, they're not going to get a backup. Did the Browns die gonna... when their guy went down? They no, had three eventually... or four different quarterbacks. Well, they died in the playoffs. Yeah, eventually. Did the Steelers die? No, the Steelers found a way to carve out a meaningful season. You know Everybody this. but the Jets. If you're Even the Giants look, played better when the, Daniel Jones went down. I said the with same two thing. Guys. Same thing about Spencer Jones. If you see Spencer Jones this year, that means things went sideways for the New York Yankees. If you see the backup quarterback for the Jets this year, that's not a good thing. You maybe want him for a game or two if Rodgers gets hurt and, that, and that's it. You could hopefully survive and you know split the two games, whatever it may be. But you don't want to see him, period. You don't, even, you don't even want to see him holding the clipboard. I don't want to see a backup quarterback, period. I don't want to see the key, TV camera show him. Because that means that something is going wrong with Aaron Rodgers. And if that's the case, ultimately it's going to be a disaster for the Jets. I'm just curious what their plan is. I don't disagree big picture. If it's something massive like the Achilles, forget it. Just just pack it up. and. We, Would you we retire as a Jets fan if that happened? I'll never retire as a Jets fan as much as I want to you can't. sometimes. I, I, I never no, will. But, I'm not going to tap out. You will, you will have to kill me, oh, which they do, over Would you believe over. in curses at that point? No. Would no. you Would you say no. S.O.J.? No. No. You're never going to say the same old Jets? I don't. I don't believe in that. Yeah. I just, you know, it's funny. But they I, are, like, technically. Well, yeah, yes. It's, I tweeted something this morning about the Knicks, but this actually pertains to the Jets. And this is why I don't think that um, – I listen. I know many of you do. I don't subscribe to curses and that stuff. So I just tweeted this because I again I sense a little panic in Nickville, and we'll get back to these calls here with the Jets. Tweeted this before the show. This century, the Knicks have been a lot of things, but unlucky is not on the list. Their dysfunction directly correlated to their awful decisions. This season, they're as unlucky as any team ever. Grind it out, get whole. You could beat anybody. Hang in there, fans. Now, for years. We were hearing the Knicks were cursed. Right. No, the Knicks weren't cursed. They just hired inept people to do their job mm-hmm. that was never done properly. They finally went out of the box. They hired Leon Rose, and he's constructed a terrific roster, 1 through 10. And what a surprise, the Knicks are good. So I don't believe in curses. I believe in identifying smart people, empowering them to do their job, making the right decisions, and then sitting back and letting the fruits of the labor show. Like the Yankees and usually like the Giants or sometimes like the Giants. It's been a while. It's been a while. But, yeah, I just – I will never believe in curse. Do you? No. Okay, just making sure. I got you. No, bad luck, yes. Y- yes. Curses, no. But a lot of people think that bad luck is directly attributable to a curse. Like no. when Rodgers got hurt, oh, you see, the Jets are cursed. I do believe – I don't to, believe in that nonsense. I believe to a certain extent you create your own luck. There you go. Like, like you could say – that, yes, the Jets were very unlucky with Rodgers going down four plays in. You could also trace it back further and say, well, they created this bad luck by relying on a 40-year-old quarterback. Yep. 
Yep. Draft and develop one. You wouldn't have to go get Aaron Rodgers. There you go. Well said. 877-337-6666. Steve is in New Fairfield, Connecticut. Steve, BT and Sal, what's up? Hey, BT, Sal. How you guys doing? What's up, Steve? Hey, Stevie. Thanks for firing me up in almost March about the Jets. I thought I was just happy with my Knicks. Look, throw the end. So <laughs> yeah, I appreciate right? that. I'm ripping here in my van. If you could just give me one minute. I know it's your show and it's time to Go bounce. Go for it, Stevie. Let's All go, you. man. All you, Steve. I can't help. I know what you're saying, BT, and I respect that you try to be positive about the Jets. Um, I'm younger. I'm, I'm older than you, but younger than Benigno. But I cannot help myself falling in the same negative mindset that Joe does. If you run that film loop through your head, it's unbelievable. The last 40 years. I mean, I don't have to rehash history, but I mm-hmm. just to rip right here. We got a chance to get our stadium. Let's go in with the Giants. Let's be a second-class citizen. Oh, we can re-up? No, let's go into a nondescript stadium again. Mm-hmm. Let's go into that. And that life. A.J. Dewey in the mud. Gastineau, the late hit. Yeah, Herm Edwards, Browns. play to win the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's get conservative. And Doug Bryan missed two field goals. Yeah, big spike. Nazi, man. I know I wanted, I wanted Rodgers. Everyone wanted Rodgers. I didn't get a good vibe from Hard Knocks. I know they're going to slant the show. It's a production. But for Salah... Playing kissy butt, everybody, the quarterback cannot be the man. We know he's one of the goats, but it has to be. Look at, I mean, it wasn't just Brady, Belichick, Walsh, Montana. It's got to be the it, head coach. It, it can't be just the alpha. The true alpha has to be the coach. It's not healthy. Rogers. Look at, like you said before, the guys you brought in. Agreed. Are and also, like, yeah, also, Steve, and, you, you're also talking about sustained success. That is why I think it's imperative of any organization. First of all, all organizations, especially football, should hire a good head coach. Okay? I mean, that's obvious. You need somebody who's in command. That, to me, is the ultimate success. But the Jets, more than anybody, because of their ineptitude for years, they need stability. They need a known commodity, a no-doubt-about-it head coach yep. that will get Absolutely. rid of all this nonsense and, and I, bickering and same old Jets uh-huh. bullcrap, the beefing and with I, the players. Get an established known commodity, right. and it erases and all that garbage. And ironic, I'm sorry, Sal, I didn't mean to cut you, but ironically, it was a giant who I felt most safe with, that the kids were tucked in and the doors were locked, was Parcells. <laughs> that was the last time I had a cranky coach. That's what, I want a cranky coach. Well, Kyle was a little cranky. Crap. I know it's a different name now, yeah. but you knew who was in charge. Steve, let me ask you this, Steve, and hopefully you got a chance to vent a little bit here. Because we're just talking about curses. You don't believe in that stuff, right? You just think that they're poorly run. You don't think that they're Not cursed. cursed. Yeah, no, I don't believe in true curse. Okay. Then you're getting into okay. crazy mythical stuff and everything. <laughs> but I think there's a vibe that just, it has to change in leadership. And Woody's saying, after this year, oh, we needed a backup. Oh, thanks, Woody. We yeah. didn't know that. We I know, I know. Thank you, Steve. Good yeah, call. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. So, I, I brought up the Knicks before. I'll bring up the Knicks again. Because specific to Steve's point about the coaching, what Sal just said as well. You know, the Knicks were a mess. They were an unmitigated, undisciplined mess. They were a circus before Tom Thibodeau came here. Circling through 50 different guys. Oh, Fisdale for yeah. a second. Hordasek. Fisher, who's flying to the West Coast to see uh, yeah, one of his yeah. old teammates, YXY. Matt Barnes. I, uh, Jesus. I mean, so Tom Thibodeau's not not Pat Riley. He's not Phil Jackson as a coach. Of course, we got Phil Jackson, the executive. But Tom Thibodeau is a man of discipline, mm-hmm. is a man of structure, is a man of accountability, and is a man who is... Fairly intolerant of any level of insubordination, and when you when when you identify those staples, and I think more importantly, Sal, when players who come to you know pre-existingly, if you will, what your staple, what your core staples are, they're going to conform or they're going to be out, 
And to give him credit is right. You also have to give the people above him credit. 100%. Whether that's Dolan, who hired Rose and let Rose make his hire and got the hell out of the way. Yep, yep, yep. And not when turmoil happened. And that, to me, is the the turning point of the Knicks franchise. Was it last year? I forget. Yeah, I think it was last year, early on in the year, where the Knicks were struggling and Tibbs was starting to get on the the hot seat a little bit. Yep. They stuck with it, stuck it out, and you saw what happened. They went on to the postseason and went around, and now look at where they're at. So it's a credit to Dolan. It's a credit to Leon Rose, obviously to Tibbs, and for them sticking to their plan and what they believe in. That's right. The Jets have to do that. And then I talk about core staples and core principles. And, and again, I'm not just taking the the low-hanging, gratuitous shots here, but... What are the core staples of Robert Salva? Can you identify any? No, like I, what's? Well, I know he's a good man. Yeah. We know that. There's a lot of good men and women in the city. He's They're not all coaching shape. the Jets, right? He's or pro teams. <laughs> I got news for you. He's in great shape. He could run stairs. He yeah. keeps receipts. Those he, are things that I think Salva will be remembered for. Oh my God. <laughs> Mike's on Staten Island. He's a good texter. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if, like, when Joe what? sees the three little dots, which tells him that Salva's getting ready to write back, if Joe gets excited. Mike <laughs> on Staten Island. What's up, Mike? What's up, BT? Mike. All right, so Sal, I got to agree with you, man. BT, I'm sorry, bro. It's okay. But I, I think you're looking at this the wrong way, bud. All right. I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers comes in. The juice is there, right? Hard knocks, king of the city, doing the right things. It's not. And then, right, and, and, and the focus was not on a playoff first or, or, or being a wild card. He put the focus on what every other team should be putting the focus on. And he goes down four plays in, and the juice is gone, bro. So all the guys that he wanted to bring in, they never even got a chance to step on the field with him, let alone see what would have been. So we don't really know if he has that, that you know, we, we, we get, uh, sorry, you guys keep saying that um, he's a terrible management guy. Okay, fine. Well, but you know what? what? We already have terrible management guys. <laughs> so he fits right in. Yeah, give him another office for that. He fit right in. And on top of that, you guys mentioned that you need a coach. And a quarterback. Well, last year, when he went down, we didn't have either one. And part of the problem is, if you go back all these years with Jets, with the, with the history of this franchise, they've never had a Belichick and a Brady or a Reed and a Mahomes. Maybe every once in a while we got a talented quarterback, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Coach stinks. Maybe we got a great, a great coach like Parcells. Quarterback's old or whatever. Yeah. We get there and we don't get over the hump. But we've never had both. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Even if Rodgers plays every snap, all year long, we still don't have both. Right. They still are are subpar. The standard is not high enough. And 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 Sal, you are one thousand percent right. Woody Johnson is the culprit. He should be the only one at the podium talking. He should be set the standard. It's his money. It's his team. And you know what? There's a whole bunch of us passionate and and bt i appreciate your passionate i i listened that day when you were unkillable mm. that. but i'm gonna i'm sorry bro i knew the juice i knew it was over and there's so many of us knew it was over think about because- this though mike think yeah. about this the jets joe douglas woody johnson they thought because he brings up a great point like i, I really call, don't mike. even think about it even though we know it's been a while since they've had a, a known commodity established head coach but even then they didn't have the head coach quarterback combo that is so desirable yeah they thought that that combination was Robert Sala and Zach Wilson. Woody Johnson and Joe Douglas thought that that combination was Robert Sala and Zach Wilson. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna take a little bit of a different tune and defend them. Okay. I thought Robert Sala, and I was not alone, 
was a must-hire for a couple of teams during that hiring cycle, all right? So now, when it doesn't work out, my gripe with the Jets now is that they have not pivoted, that they continue to run this out, not with Zach, because he's going to be gone. But look at how bad both have turned out to be well, individually I, and together. Oh, no, it, it was an F. It didn't work right. out. On both. But I'm saying in real time, yes. <clears throat> yes, but we'll never know, was Zach an F because of what was around him? Well, it doesn't matter at right. this point either. But I, I thought that Robert Sala was a real asset during the during the hiring process, and I'd be disingenuous whether it was the Jets or anybody else. And I wanted the Jets to hire him. Right. I'm but it's on not record. your job. You didn't interview no, him. No, no, I know. Like, but, they got to get it right. Yes, but they wanted a, a, a man with presence. Like, think about going from Todd Bowles, who was a great coach and, and, and a great man Who do you think's the better head coach, Bowles or Sala? Bowles. Yeah, I mean, <clears> no, Todd Bowles, no yeah. doubt. But I'm saying at that point, you have to go back to when they made the decision. Now, it hasn't worked out. But in real time, Bowles was stoic. Uh, there was no juice. There was no... He just didn't project any energy, mm-hmm. and that drove me nuts, even though I knew he was a good defensive mind and a good defensive coach, right? But when they hired Sala, we thought, and they thought, you know, this guy running the stairs, he's jacked, he's loud, he's aggressive, he's got this persona on game day. We envisioned that coming through our TV screens with a headset and him being the head coach. We don't see that. That's problem number one. Uh, and many other problems. He's just not a very good coach yet. He's not He's not ready. He hasn't adjusted, hasn't gotten better. But I can't fault them for hiring Sala and drafting Zach Wilson because I was okay with both in real time. Right, but but ultimately, they were both Fs. True. And Joe Douglas, whose job is to get that right, yeah. got an F on both. And he's still here. When you think about them thinking that that's the quarterback-head coach combination, I mean, yep. find me one that's worse. And by the way, for to give the Jets a little bit of benefit of the doubt and to give Bowles credit... He, Bowles is a better coach in Tampa, not only because he got a better quarterback, but more specifically because he learned yep. here. He also won 10 games with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, that is true, and mm-hmm. I think he could have been better, but he this was his first opportunity as a head coach. Yep. You're learning. Mm-hmm. That's why they need to stop messing around yeah. with first-time head coaches. Yeah. This is not a spot to learn. I'm sorry. It could be successful for some. Mm-hmm. But especially the Jets, this is not a spot where I want I want a second time or at least an established head coach when I make that next hire if I'm Woody Jones. I totally agree. I am absolutely with you. Kenny on Staten Island. What's going on, Kenny? BT and Sal. What's going on, guys? What's up, Kenny? Hey, BT, next year when we go to London, I just hope we're not flying cross-country or whatever all the way to London when we're one in five. Oh, I don't need an eight hour. I didn't know flight. the Jets. They're playing in London. It, I, it, no, it's that, not. That's the rumor. It's, it's a rumor. rumor. And by the way, I'll, who, I'll who be making it? that trip. By the way, if they, are. oh yeah, hell yeah, we'll be doing that big trip. Oh yeah, really? Oh, oh yeah. You know who they're playing or no? Oh, but they don't know. I oh. probably the Jags. Well, yeah, I don't. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I have yeah, no yeah, idea. Somebody oh. they they had something running yesterday on Twitter where oh. uh, Wembley Stadium had the Jets and Jags on the scoreboard. That mm. could have been a promo. That sounds like an shooting, exciting but... matchup. Jets, Jags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, remember, oh God. remember the yeah. rain game two years ago on a Thursday night? Jets, oh, Jaguars. Oh, Strevler, right? Oh, we'll yes, <laughs> yes. Strevler was there. Anyway, go ahead, Ken. But, but listen, listen. Getting get, get to Doug, Douglas here. Uh, basically, they, they got to hold it, hold his feet to the fire today to beat writers. BT, I wish you were doing the interview, you know, asking a question. Oh. We, we want to know what, what the mess was last year. We want to know where the disconnect was on the offense. We want to know if, if Hardman's statements are true. That would, you know, because obviously the defense was there. At you know, I know they fell apart, but but Douglas here, he's got to be basically his feet to the fire here because he obviously he knows Jets get off to a one and four start. 
the, it might be the first time the Jets fire a coach in midseason. And maybe the GM goes, too. They just might clean house. Yeah. Remember that's Lou what Holtz, I want to know. Holtz, I don't know how old you are. I remember reading about this. Lou Holtz quit midseason back in the day with the Jets. But, yeah. do you? Let me ask you this, Kenny. You call us a lot. You're a big Jets fan. You know your stuff. At least I think you do, and I think South does as well. Do you think that who has more value in like move for job number two? Who do you think's better at their job? Is it because they both have a lot of failures? Is it the coach or the GM? I think the GM has done a better job because he hit on that draft. Me too. That that's Me too. what it comes down to. He okay. hit on the draft. Me too. Just check him. So, All right, yeah, Kenny. But, well, listen, guys. Always a pleasure. And, and BT, we got to get out there with Joe B. And uh, you know, weather's gonna break soon. We can get around the golf. Oh, you know, it's funny. That, you know, it's funny. I was talking about golf last night. I got the uh, the thing going. The the Jones. The uh, the itch getting a little little going here. Although this is gonna be a hellish golf season for me. You know what I'm getting ready to do? Again, switch sides of the tee box. Oh God. I, you guys I can't find anything ball. that works. I just I'm going to try to play righty this year. Oh, it's a disaster. No, why? You're a lefty. Because I I can't. It take too long to explain. I've got this little hitch, and I've got this. Plus, also the the lead arm, which is supposed to be straight, is the arm that I had Tommy John surgery on mm. and a second surgery, and I came back so early that it's jacked up that when I take it back, it it's it hurts a little bit. And I really think it impacts where my my club face is. If you want the honest answer. Yeah. I just can't take it anymore. I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out why people love talking about their golf game so much. Obviously, I'm somebody who's played golf. I I, I enjoy it when I go out there. It's fun for me. But like talking about their game yeah, like or playing the game, I don't, I don't talk about. I'm just giving no, you a no, little not like you. I'm saying, I'm saying in general, like Boomer and Geo talk about it all the time. I know JJ loves his golf game, and they're all like people. But do who they love talking about their game, or yeah. do they love playing? I think they love talking about them playing. Really? I think so. Yeah. Interesting. I mean. Um, uh, I, I mean You'd have to really be a golfer, and I'll put quotes around that for me because I love the game. Like, I, I know missing, the game, but I'm not good. Am I missing something here? Like I've done it a couple. You are times. missing a little something. There's something to be said. Like, and again, I'm not good. Play. I mean, yeah. I, nobody. I, no, that's not true. There's uh, a lot of good golfers out there. No, I'm just not one of them. No, I mean, like, no, golf. no regulars. None dude, of my buddy, my, one of my best friends is terrific, dude. Yeah. He he played college baseball. He didn't play is he golf. A pro? No, and but he's, he's shooting, not that good, dude. He's shooting low 80s with his eyes shut. Okay, and he crushes the ball for 51 year old guy. If he were that good, he'd be playing. He'd be a pro. I mean, stop. There's a lot of good bowlers. So what am I really missing? good. Yeah. What are you missing? You're missing. Boomer is uh, apparently a good bowler as well. Learn that. Oh, everybody's good at bowling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you talking about archery next week? Yeah. About who's not a good bowler? Yeah. Oh no, Boomer just said he's a good bowler. Well, wait, I-, I can bowl, so I'll challenge Boomer. And I'll beat him. Whoa! I'll get Boomer on hey, the line right that? now. We- we've done the softball stuff. Maybe a little BT and South bowling challenge. Ooh! Now, what do you think you can bowl? Mm, I'm not about. very good. Yeah, one sixty maybe. Okay, okay. Can you? Okay, like, like not the first game. All right, I so need, you'll like, be two or three games to get going. I'm going to assume that you'll take care of Greg. You think so? I mean, if you're going to be about a one sixty or one seventy, I would think you have a chance. Unless he's some clandestine, uh, you know, might take me a couple. Sharp. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, I, I don't think so. You've known him a little. Does he bowl? I don't know. It sounded like he did not. Listen okay, so then you'll win that. And what do you think Boomer throws at her? I mean, Boomer's got a Boomer's got a speed. No way. Yeah. Boomer's got to be high 190s, low twos. He's just a stud at everything. He's probably got well, that beautiful Well, Boomer's spin. 190s. Mom, what are you? Well, I'm not 190 on the average, but I, I am capable of going high. 120, 130? Oh, no, is I'm, that I'm where 120 with my eyes shut, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I thought 150 or 160. Like, my best games probably would be 160. Put now. it this way. And I've got the picture I'll show you at some point. So when we were in Myrtle Beach a couple of years ago on our golf trip, I wanted to bring it back to golf. Uh, we got rained out. So we went to the bowling alley, just started banging it back. And I got, I got a turkey. I don't know. Do you know what a turkey is? Yes, in, I do. In, Three in, strikes in, in a row. Yeah. Verbiage. Look yeah. at you. And then I actually got another one. So I got four in a row. 
and I shot a 209. I think that's called a duck, if I'm not mistaken. A duck? No, no. (laughs) Either way, Boomer's probably pretty good. All right. 877-337-6666. Who talks about golf? Oh, let's talk about bowling. I was like, get to the break, please. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, yeah. All right. BT and Sal on the fan. (laughs) When this happened. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You talked about it on the fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, BT and Sal back with you here on The Fan. Brandon Tierney, Sal, the Cotter Show, 877-337-6666. Let's get back to these happy jet calls, huh? Let's do that now. Uh, 3RQ coming up next segment. Three random questions. Oh, that's next segment already? Yeah. Get them ready there, Sal. Oh, I got to get that ready. All right. I'm returning right now a little bit of fan mail. BT and I got a nice little note. Yeah, it's a great one. Tell everybody what it is. So, uh, let's see. Terrence sent us some fan mail with a (laughs) a picture. picture. He must have taken the picture off of social media that Uh we posted and printed it out. And it was a picture of both you and I dressed up as Doink and Goldust. Oh, gosh. And he asked us to write a little note and sign the picture for him or whatever. So there we go, Terrence. You get that coming back in return mail. I just had BT sign it. We're all good to go. And unfortunately for us, when our kids are older, they're going to see it on eBay <laughs> or whatever other, you know, digital shopping cart there is for like nine cents. Why Why? Yeah. Why are we dressed up like this, Yeah, Daddy? exactly. You know, it's funny. Long story, the, son. I kept the... I told you I returned some of the outfit to, uh, to Amazon. Yes. I kept the wig, though. I, 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 I understand. You got to have something. Like, oh, yeah, this you know is the what? time I you dressed 
autographed the back of that little white rubber yeah, part, and and I, I should have put it in the uh, the new the new bedroom in the new home. Yeah, maybe that'd be funny. Yeah, keep that or just keep it in the bedroom. Yeah, memory forever. This is when Daddy dressed up as Doink. <laughs> doink the clown. Uh, seven seven three. And this is when Mommy called Daddy Doink the clown because you didn't have the heat. <laughs> yeah in the car because you didn't have the heat on sixty six sixty six. Back to you guys, Brian's in Levittown. What's happening, Brian? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. Um, so unfortunately, a long-time, uh, lifetime Jets fan, and I'm not going to be a Monday morning quarterback. I liked the Sala thing a few years ago. Yep. But just looking into it now, I feel like you got to go an offensive guy, and here's why. If you've got a good offensive coordinator with a quarterback and you have a good two years, that offensive coordinator's gone. So then you lose the stability. Like, look at our defensive coordinator now for the Jets. They've been good the past couple of years. Obrick. can't even get an interview. Obrick, yeah. Yeah, and he can't even get an interview for a head coaching job. Uh, if, if we were good on offense the past few years, granted, we'd win more games, but our guy would be gone. Like to be fair, now, now to be fair, Brian, th- that has changed a little bit. That's not actually factually true. There's been a, an increase in defensive uh, interviews and hirings. I know that it's a league trend that seems like it's completely consistent with what you said. Not entirely, but I get your point. Keep going. Yeah, no, and, and again, like, if we do decide to go that route, which I think we unfortunately will need a new coach within a few years, can we not hire someone like Adam freaking Gase? And that's all I got for you guys. There I you mean, go. a few years. I, listen, I'm not even sure I can stomach a few months. I don't even know if I can handle a few months before the season starts with Robert Salva still the coach. You want to say, you want to push this thing forward a few years? A few years. No, you, you can't do that. See, this is the problem. The Jets have been such a bad rut. They haven't found the right guy, and now you extend. That was my issue with this year. Why wait when you could just expedite the process and hire a new head coach? Now, I get the Rodgers timeline is off, but that doesn't mean that it's right just to stick with Robert Sala because, wow, you know, I'll ride it out one more year. Yeah, you may be wasting another year. And then let's say the Jets do make the playoffs. Do you think Robert Sala is going to all of a sudden be a better coach the following year? Is this a two-year thing? Is this a one-year thing? As much as I'd love to see Rodgers go win, unless they win a Super Bowl, you're <laughs> almost better off not making the playoffs and blow the whole thing up. Oh, God, I mean, that's some, I can't sign on for that, but I know what you mean. What would you but rather have? I, I mean, I'd rather just win a few games and just say we'll get next year, next year. Let me enjoy a year. Right, but, but I know you, what you mean. L- let's say they win and get into the postseason. I know what you mean. You're going to be stuck then with Robert with, I, so I, I, get yeah. the, I get the point. I'm answering that one emotionally. I, I admit. Yeah. 877-337-6666. Steve's in Cranford. What's going on, Steve? BT. Steve. I want you to do me a favor. Okay. Take Steve. a step back from the bridge. <laughs> Don't jump, okay, brother? Well, I'm not going right, to jump. I haven't jumped yet, but... I'm not going to okay, jump, good, good, just good. looking down. Hear me out on this. Go for it. Brett Boyer is regarded as one of the best special teams coaches in the NFL. That's not me saying it. Ask around with the NFL guys. Uh-huh. Uh, in I addition got you. to that, his assistants have gotten hired in other places. Yep. Okay? okay. So that tells me about his trait. The fact that Nicole Cardman had a hyperextended pinky, the fact that a football player admitted that a hyperextended pinky kept him from going into the game and catching a punt when they needed him, he should have been cut that second. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. Got I'm it. following you. Yep. Going back, so I am not putting that much stock in him. I think Nicole's a little salty that he got displaced by Gibson. Yep. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, keep going. I, I, so that's that angle. Now, here's the thing about Salah. I am not going to defend him. But I'm not going to trash him. I think it's very hard to judge a coach when they have no competent NFL quarterback. 
And he has not had a competent NFL quarterback to trot out there. Steve, can we we judge him on the lack of discipline that results in these ridiculous penalties that alter the flow of the game? Can we get on him for that? Did Adam Gase Gase have a competent quarterback with the Jets? Not much. And he won more games. What do you think of him? Uh, oh, I hate him. Oh, well, how? How, how could you possibly judge I'm him without a competent quarterback? I am not. I, listen, but let's go back to it. It was a punch in the gut when Rodgers went down. You saw, everyone saw Salah's face that game one. When, when, when he whispered in his ear that the ACL was torn. I'm sorry. The Achilles. Torn. Yep, yep. He knew in that moment. He knows what he has with Zach Wilson. Do you think Salah's a Zach Wilson guy? It doesn't matter, okay, right. Steve. No, that's I don't, Steve. Though, I, I don't, Joe, Steve. I, I, from Joe I don't. But it's his but job, Steve. Hold on, Steve. Go, go, go. It's his job to piece it together. They won that game. Think about, think about. Remember the vision. I, I can't. I'm not even going to make that. How comparison. could you defend? I don't understand how you can defend. What are you basing your your love for or your like for or patience with Robert Salon? What are you basing it on? He's been here three years. Hasn't won a quarterback. But now, so, but I just gave you all the other guys. Did Todd Bowles have the quarterback? Hold, well, hold on, Steve. Did Todd, did Todd Bowles? No, we're not giving Joe Douglas a pass. He's the one who orchestrated this whole thing. A pass. As a matter of fact, he when... He says he's got more faith in him than he does in Solomon. Well, I do. And I think most people agree with me. That doesn't mean I have a lot of faith in him. Huh? He crushed one. Uh-huh. And the other two are all-time horrific drafts. Okay, so Steve, hold on. So two out of three drafts, he's butchered. The head coach, he butchered. The most horrific. important position. The free agency last and year, butchered. And he didn't butchered. get a quarterback on, last Steve. year. No, no, After no, Rodgers went down, he didn't get a quarterback. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's on Douglas. Yep, yep. you got, you got to count free agency as Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so they got Aaron Rodgers. Now, what does Robert Sala do well, Steve? I, I'm dying to know this. I think he's going to be more involved and more pumped up and more. No, 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 no. Not, not, not what you think he's going to be pumped. What has he done well in three years? I want to know one thing. Give me one thing. He runs the stairs well. That's the answer. That's the answer, Steve. Come on. Think about this. Like, say if somebody called, I'll use you rather than me because it's easier. You could do me if you wanted to, but you don't have to. Somebody calls up. I can't stand Sal. Right. You know, Sal's terrible on the air. Mm-hmm. What does he do well? Well, let me give you a list. Number right. one, he's knowledgeable. Number two, he's right. passionate. Number oh, three, he's always you. locked in. Number four, he's funny. Like, he's definitely not always right, but I could give you four, five, six, ten things he does well. We just asked you, what does Robert Salva do well? You said he runs the stairs. That's the point. Yes. And you say, yo, well, has he had a quarterback? No, but did Adam Gase? And you figured out he wasn't a good head coach, didn't you? Did Todd Bowles? Nobody was saying, well, he hasn't had a quarterback. Everybody's saying, I don't like his personality. Get him out of here. Now, all of a sudden, he does have some semblance of a quarterback, and he's going to the postseason. I mean, come on now. I'm not saying Robert Sala will never be a good head coach or or could have been a little bit better had he had a, be- a better quarterback. I don't think he's a good head coach. I don't think he's the alpha male. He wouldn't be my head coach. Maybe he goes somewhere else. They give him another opportunity. He gets a better quarterback, and he wins some more games. I don't think Salah will ever be the guy. And based on his three years here, he's been awful. My biggest complaint is that I don't feel like he's got control of the building. That's a problem. Big one. All right. Uh, 877-337-6666. BT and Sound on the fan. We are... uh, Get ready for a little 3RQ. That is coming up next at noon. We hit you with the crown top story. Joe Douglas will speak. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. As well, when this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. A good question. Three random questions. Let's find out. With Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata. One, two, three. On the fan. IBTs, we do every Wednesday at 11. 43 random questions. Little three RQ for you. Number one, do you do a wash for one item? Yes, I have. Often. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I do. You don't, t- you don't well, think there's an issue with that? Wait, in terms of like, like not conserving water yes. or just being a little neurotic? Yeah. No, well, the only time I'll do it, you got to understand, like, I'm I'm crazy with the uniforms. So I'm okay. always, I mean, my wife is very good with it as well, but I am, yeah, I like, to, I still lay them out. You want to be socks, in control. The wristband, I am in control with that stuff. So uh, <laughs> that's one thing. But what I do do for myself, you know, if you have a certain, certain, certain washing machine where you've got the conventional big circular right. thing, but then up top... If you have a new one, it's got the other thing you can kind of lift up and maybe wa- wash like a permanent press. Like hmm. so, I'll throw one thing in there. Sometimes, like if I have a St. John's game, if I'm wearing like dress pants with a but not a suit with a sports coat mm-hmm. and a dress shirt, uh, or or something like that, I might wash one thing. But I actually do it fairly frequently. I, yeah, you I know couldn't what? believe the sight of the washer. Now I'm starting to be more budget aware yeah. is we're trying to buy a new house and more like i'm like oh damn i didn't even know that, like i didn't know the water usage i never gave it a, now i understand why my father was yelling hey wrap it up in there let's yeah. go yeah, yeah. turn the lights minutes. off when yeah, you right. leave the 30 room minutes, child, what are you doing i'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know but then i see my yeah. wife and i'm like there's one thing in there you doing a full wash 
45 minute wash for one item. Do anyway. you remember what it was, or did you not get to see? Uh, I don't recall. Okay. So, but sometimes she'll do all, she'll do that a lot, and I understand like you don't want to mix certain things for sure. Certainly no, me, that I don't care about. Yeah, if I got like a, a jersey or something or nah, whatever. I don't care it is. about. It. I take my chances with that. Uh, I've right. never gotten burned with that, honestly. Number two, favorite Girl Scout cookies. We had some in the newsroom Ooh. the other day. What's your favorite? You give me your top two. I'm not a. Mm. Okay, what uh, are they called? The, the um. Samoas? Yes, yeah, Samoas. The purple box? Right? I don't know what the purple box is. Uh, my daughter is just in brownies now, so we're, we're getting there. We, but, I mean, obviously my whole life, people ring the, the doorbell looking for, for you money. You got the peanut butter ones, the eh. dosi dos eh. tag-alongs, uh, the I, you plain. Know, I, don't love, I like the Samoas to me, the only ones I love. Like Thin mints. Yeah, they've got a little caramel. They've got a little mm. coconut. They've got a little chocolate. Crunch, that's yeah. absolutely. It's, it's, to me, it's almost like a Twix bar. Dove, you have Phenomenal. a. Do you, you eat cookies? Yeah, Girl Scout. Hoff, do you do you eat Girl Scout? Hoff is on the phone. phone. Oh, okay, no. Yeah, I would probably go if I had two. Yeah, what I do you think, got, dude? Thin mints. You love so those. Good. So you were like a peppermint patty guy, like as a piece Not of candy. Not really. Wow. But the thin mint for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I could eat a whole sleeve with no problem. I actually like them all, but if I had to pick, like I love the dosi dos, the peanut butter ones too. I know they've evolved and had some new ones, but if I had to pick two, I can't pick one. That's why I said two. Yeah, it would be Samoas and it would be Thin Mints. I think Samoas are definitely what's up. But the French toast stick thing that they just—that's a new one. No, I haven't had yeah. that. Yet. Did you sample that? Good. Did I sample? Yeah, I basically they ate the whole box. They were in the newsroom the other day. <laughs> Somebody brought in cookies. I think it was Perloff. No, it was Marinick. Oh, was I, it? Think oh it was, I think it was. Jerry Marinick. told me he thought it was Perloff. I think it was Marinick. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Either way, they were, they were here. Dude, nice. they were out there, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm on a diet. Yeah, I go back out after the show. They're gone. They're uh, all gone. No trace of them. I love Girl Scouts. They're pretty good. Uh, all right, number three. This is the main event here. What do you miss most about being a kid? Oh, jeez. You're going to hit me with That's an amazing question. My yeah. goodness. You could do a show on that. I can't take credit for it. One of the producers, Sean Gilman at SNY, came up with it, and I stole it from him. Okay. As any good talent would do. Steal yes. stuff from behind the scenes, guys. At least you gave attribution. Yeah, many, right. many people <laughs> be, do not. True. Most talent Good job, do not, Gilman. Yeah. I saw it immediately. said, I'm stealing this for 3RQ. God, what do I miss most about being a kid? I mean, the can I kind of walk you through my process a little bit? Yeah. Before I get to my answer? I would say that, I mean, obviously playing sports is <laughs> central. I mean, that's that's the easy one. The the magic of holidays, I'll just leave it at that. And you know, kids, you don't get that feel. Kids in the car, yeah. I just want to, you know what I'm saying? I want to keep right, it. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, I think maybe even the fact that my parents were really young. Right. I think that's important to me. I didn't. I don't know that I processed it then, but I felt it. And thank God, both my parents are, are still alive and 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 healthy. Oh, lucky you! I don't know. No, I, I, don't. I, don't, I don't take that lightly, man. I, <laughs> I don't. I'm going to be an older hey, dad because I think about it. Because I'm going to be an older dad. Right. I would say, I, I would say, in the generalization, like encompassing everything, the the thought that there was no limits as to what I can accomplish. Not that I I put limits on myself now, but when you're so young and so moldable, the the world is just more of a blank canvas, like. I can't become a doctor tomorrow. Right. You know, I can't become but a lawyer. Like, I guess I could. I, I mean, whatever. You but you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, I couldn't because I was horrendous in math. But I, I Everything didn't, was in front of you. You the know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I would probably say that. What about... I know that's I'm leaving thought. out stuff that's going to yeah. bother me. What about you? Uh, no, I just... For me, I missed the, the, the not having anything to worry about. No responsibility. Whether it's bills, whether it's, you know, non, whatever stuff that life brings. Yeah. Job stress and all that. Waking up in the morning and I remember, like, you know, playing wiffle ball with my buddy. Like, we would fill out the lineups and... 
That, that was the day. You wake up, you play Super Mario Brothers, you go outside, you play wiffle ball for a few hours, you come back in. You got a sandwich dad, waiting for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, boys, want some iced tea? Sure. sure. Give us a couple of bucks, go up to 7-Eleven, buy some wiffle balls. That was life. Uh, there was nothing more to it. I read my wrestling magazine. WWF magazine comes in the mail. You read that. Sports Illustrated back in the day. Yeah, the, the lack of responsibility yeah. and just like all the fun things. In life, you were doing every yeah, day. Yeah, that's a good. I also enjoyed TV shows a lot more than yeah. sitcoms. Um, music gripped me. Or I still love music. Music gripped me very early. Back then, we had, of course, cassettes and, and VHS yeah. tapes. To de- to, you didn't DVR or anything. You tape shows. Oh, for sure. But for sure. still, yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like that, the lack of responsibility to Carefree me. nature. Oh, man. That's the best part. Now that's why. Like, yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, I got major, major anxiety. I can't sleep properly. You I take mean, medicine I'm, for anxiety or I no? don't. Not yet. Am I, am I, do you I have go, strong anxiety? I feel like at times I do. About? Different things or about specific to one I think, or two things I think or just a things. general state of anxiousness? I think different things. I never thought that I had it, uh-huh. but then... So you started working with me and then yeah. you knew you had it? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if it was the overnight schedule that was messing me up. Uh-huh. I'm thinking all these different things, but I just... Or COVID, after COVID, I never recovered, but I think now it's just high levels of anxiety at times. Uh, we're going to get back to these calls, yeah. but speaking about the opposite, you know, do you think about getting old? Like, is that something that you think about quite a bit? Um... And you know, the future, yeah. and your daughter, and how old she's going to be when you're a certain age, and yeah, even I looking at my niece and nephew now, my nephew Joey just turned ten, my niece Riley is eight. It's like holy crap! Like yeah. they were just like babies. He's ten, meaning in a few years, like six years down the road, it seems like nothing, right? Yeah, He's driving. I know. Like that's insane. Be asking for your cold. car too. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, a little bit. It's crazy. It's like you know it's coming, and, and it's funny because I think you and I both come across as almost not want to say non sentimental, but so rigid in our views mm-hmm. and focused and loud and passionate i think about that stuff all the time i mean i, I i'll even i'll even tell you this man a lot of times driving in the car by my i'll, I'll tear up really I, yeah i'll hear a certain thing about life or whether it's like cats in the cradle cat stevens and no, not just about my son my daughter yeah. as well like, absolute certain songs um I do, and, and I embrace it. I, I, I'm not. I'm far from ashamed from it, I, and I don't like try to end it. I almost just embrace it. And- I do because I think that it, it gives you a certain deeper aware, awareness that what you do have now, it's not always there. Yeah. You know I, what and I mean? we all talk about it, and then you know, I was going through the serious life stuff with with a family member, of course, still going through it. I obviously, know you are. but you you think of those things and you say, man, we got to appreciate each day and every moment. And then it's hard to do it yeah, every single I know, day. I know, I know it is, but, it is, it but is. you really should. Yep. I do. I am more aware now, especially when I'm spending time with my daughter and trying to enjoy and say like, this is the you know good stuff, her laughing and making her laugh and whatever, baby. That's awesome, dude. All right. Three or Q, BT and Sal, 877-337-6666. We've got the crown coming up. Top story hit with that, which is the Jets. We're talking about the Jets. <laughs> Top We're just story tell you, Jets. I got to read what? this. Recco just sent a text. Uh, Remember, he leaves say, here and goes, all right, guys, get, get me home. Mr. Meaning, Unemotional here. Yeah. What did he say? You know, he goes, I said, get me home. This reflective bleep has me ready to you know, do sleep. something bad to myself. Life just flying by. So, uh, I mean, I, yeah. I know. Well, he is emotional because yeah. they always make him seem like he's a heartless, soulless human who just wants to, you know, know. there's we like don't. darkness. And I never got that sense don't from mean, Jerry. Don't mean it'd be depressing, but it is it's life. It's uh, I hear you. I know. And I think if you embrace it, you probably get to enjoy the good moments a little bit more because you're inherently aware that. There's an expiration on those. Anyway, Brock's in Huntington. And shout out to Recco. He's a P1. What up, Brock? <laughs> What's up, gentlemen? I hey, think guys. I got an observation here, man. And usually I like to call up with a solution when I can identify a problem. But maybe you guys can help me with this. I mean, mm. what I'm seeing is now 
kind of organizational, these teams are being purchased by, you know, whether it's giant corporation groups, you know, management groups or other, or, you know, a guy who, or an individual who earns their own money, builds themselves up. And then you got that guy's fire, you know, behind decision making, kind of like a Steve Cohen guy, right? Now you have a lot of losing going on in New York, whether it's the Yankees, whether it's the Jets, whether it's the Giants, the Knicks. And what I'm seeing here is, man, you got the, the, the Manepo babies running all these teams. Hmm. You got guys that are just kind of like, basically, they don't have that fire. And you're asking them to, you know, to, like a never ending merry go round, pick the right GM, pick the right head coach. The guy at the top is not going to be a guy who's good at identifying those kind of leadership type situations or qualities because they've never had to really do it themselves or earn their stripes. There's no real solution for it. It's kind of more or less grin and bear it. I'm a Jets fan, I'm a Knicks fan. You know, Hal's a good talker, but, I mean, they haven't won in a long time. The, the problem is, it. as a fan, Brock, you can't – I used to say this to Mets fans all the time because mm-hmm. they'd always call and complain about the owners and owners, oh, when are we going to get rid of the owners? The owners generally don't go anywhere. So for Mets fans who think that they're bad luck and they're cursed, they are fortunate that Steve Cohen bought the freaking team. Like, think about that. So when you start to think the Mets are in a bad spot, <laughs> step back and think of how it used to be and where you're at right now, and you could complain about Woody Johnson all you want. There are no signs of him selling the team. No. We could complain about Dolan all we want years ago he's not selling the team and obviously they got it turned around so you just have to hope that the owner makes the right moves as opposed to the owner getting you know selling the team and, and changing hands yeah i mean listen as long as you and this was part of the Wilpon issue although i thought it was overstated but to an extent as long as you don't have somebody who's like trying to take the cheap way out which is just unacceptable every owner here spends money problem is they just throw a lot of bad money right. at, at, at you know bad situations but Nobody's tight. Nobody's holding uh, holding on to the funds. Jared's in Sussex County. What's up, Jared? What's up, guys? Absolutely love the show. How are we doing today? Thank you, Jared. What's up? Good, buddy. Thanks, man. I'm listening to you today, BT, and you're my guy. I love you. But you're supposed to be our jet optimism guy, and all you're doing today is moping around like a loser. <sighs> we got all the guys coming back. <laughs> Rogers is going to be healthy. There's no way the O-line is going to be that bad again. Hmm. The defense's floor is a top 10. And even if Rogers ain't that good, he's still going to be a top 12, top 14 quarterback. Yeah. I need the BT Higher than that. from last offseason. Well, I mean, the good news, I, listen, Jared, that's accurate, Jared. Jared's job, not wrong. Jared. Jared's not wrong. Call Stop me out a little around, bit. Work like a loser. I mean, maybe I've got to start being a little more consistent. How can I implore you guys how to act one way, and then I come in with my tail between my legs like a complete wimp doing the exact opposite? Shame on me. I, I, I'm going to own that, Jared. Um, but. But. <laughs> what, what, I, what I will say is, oh, I will regenerate when it's time to regenerate. Don't worry. Like, when it's go time, when it's time to run out of the tunnel, I will be your fearless, undeterred leader. Right that's now, what we, that's what I'm we human. Need you to be. Human. That's what we need you to be. And I, I, I get it. And, you know and what listen, I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. You know, schedule lightens up a little bit this year. The optimism will come back. I understand. Here, here always does. Here we go. Always but does. We're going to get there by the offseason. Appreciate me get, having me on. I love the show. I'll talk to you guys. Uh, thanks, Jared. We appreciate it as well. Yeah, he's not wrong. I hear well, you. Well, and that's why I tried to talk you off the I, You know, as much I love needling you and having fun with it and the same old Jet stuff. And obviously, it's not a good thing when you have an ex-player coming out saying the stuff that he said about the organization and validating our fears or concerns about this team as far as them not having a real head coach and, you know, lack of accountability, all that stuff. However, you do have Aaron Rodgers. And as long as he's here, you should have some hope. And he's here. He's healthy. 
You'll regenerate. I know you'll be back. No, I'll be ready. And I'll you know what? Ready. I'll be doing. I wasn't ready today. I didn't. I need, didn't need this Hardman stuff and Deion James or Deion. What's his name? Deion Dawkins. What's his name? Deion I think Dawkins. Deion James was the old Yankee. Yeah, yes, he was. He left fielder. Braves Lefty. as well. Yes, yeah. Didn't he uh, get a little baseball once? card? He did. Yes. He, I believe it. It was a. It may have been at Chase Stadium well, as a Brave. Maybe yeah, absolutely. Ball, a, yeah. That was a Yankee. Deion James hit a bird, and yeah. I'm almost positive it was at Chase Stadium. Yeah, lefty outfielder. I remember. And he had a hustle double when the when the bird dropped. You know. Oh, you want uh, to take a call? Joe, uh, hold on. Joe is in North Jersey. Joe, what's going on, buddy? How we doing, guys? Joe? I love your show. Thanks, dude. What's, what's going up, on? Joe? Uh, you guys are talking about uh, the uh, cookies. Mm-hmm. Sal, you got to throw your Thin Mints into the, fr- uh, the fridge or the freezer. I have really? done that. Yeah, that is a move I was uh, alerted to years back. I have huh. done that. Now, again, I admit it's been a while since I've had Girl Scout cookies, although my mouth is watering as we speak here. Somebody get me some Thin Mints! But, yeah, if you put them in the freezer, oh, dude. Well, I mean, why not the other ones? Why just Thin Mints? Nah, there's something about the, the Thin Mints. The texture and the, yeah. the mixture. Like yeah. a peppermint patty. Yeah. Explain well, it, Joe. I can't explain it. Ex- ex- What's the physics behind it? I, I just they just taste better. I don't know how to say it. Uh, <laughs> even like your what a brilliant uh, explanation. Yeah. Brilliant theory. Well, no, I got you, you there, Joe. You're right. The other ones nice just buddy. don't work as well. You know, the texture of a Thin Mint. Caramel right? works nice when it's cold. Think mm-hmm. about a Twix or $25,000 grand. It's covered in chocolate. It's almost right. it's candy-ish. So you throw it in the freezer and the chocolate outside gets colder. It's got that little like, shell, different snap. You know what? Leave it to the Regis boy to right? come up with I something gotcha. intellectual. Or the chubby guy, either way. What's your what's your favorite Girl Scout cookie bogus? Uh that one's pretty good. They have a new one that's uh a s'mores flavor. Mm. It's like an Oreo cookie with it's got I think a little one marshmallowy. Yeah, like it's mm. flavored cream and then like a vanilla cookie and a chocolate cookie all together. I'm biased to the old school ones though. Yeah, Give me, me the too. OGs. Yeah, the OGs. Stay the test of time. And thin mint. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go. I got the the weather here. Oh yes. Yes uh, you do. BT. By the way, top story coming up. We hit you at the crown. What do you got, Sal? All right, BT and Sal on the fan. This weather forecast sponsored by Mucinex Kickstart. It's fifty six degrees, heading to sixty today. What? It's still February. We're getting sixty degree season. weather. I'll take it. Uh although there is some rain and on and off. All day long. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 